Hello and welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you're brand new to my channel, would love for you to subscribe, if you're on YouTube watching this, uh, to the channel. And then also, I'd love to give you my free gift, which is the Sense of Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. You can get that as a free download at sensitivesoulguide.com. Now, today's guest on Light Warrior Radio, I'm super excited to speak with Dr. Jeffrey Benton because we actually met in January of 2023 at the Consciousness Conference. And um, it was he just had like a lot of people around him. <laughs> Because I think it was giving you know some 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 freebie adjustments there, and uh, you know got to got to know him a little bit, and this fabulous book called The Emotional Trauma Release Technique: The Ultimate System for Releasing Life Traumas, and of course, a lot of people in the sense of soul community are talking about trauma release these days. Actually, it's even all over. Facebook. So this is perfect because people are recognizing that trauma is not just an event. Trauma gets stored in the body, in our emotions, in our consciousness, and there are ways which we can release them. And so we're going to highlight uh, Dr. Benton's work today and the wonderful things that he's doing. And like I said, uh, we, we, I didn't get a personal chance to, to work with him. Uh, there was like a lineup <laughs> to see him. Uh, we were there, you know, with Marion Wilmson, Greg Braden, Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, Anita Morjani, some of the greats, uh, that I absolutely love. And so it was fantastic. I got to meet Dr. Benton and let me share you a little bit about him. So he's born and raised in LA in California. Uh, went and received his doctorate in biology in California State University and his doctorate in chiropractic from the Southern uh, California University of Health Sciences. He's a licensed chiropractor. He was featured in the CBS Nightly News. He's also a certified traditional naturopath. Um, he developed this book. We're talking about the emotional trauma release technique. Um, he's also a qualified medical examiner for California. Um, he has uh, applied clinical nutritionist, also a certification co-host, to a health and wellness radio show, uh, KTYM, 1280 AM, uh, named as one of the top chiropractors in LA Magazine in 2018-19, winner of the Health Professional of the Year in 2019 by EZTV. He's a proud father of two amazing boys, Isaac and Isaac and Zachary, and he's also trained in applied concussion neurology, so lots and lots and lots of, you know, uh, uh, different trainings and certifications. Um, and when he's not doing all that amazing work, uh, he's a West Coast swing dancer, certified scuba diver. Uh, so that's really fun. Uh, Dr. Benton, welcome to Light Warrior Radio. Why, thank you. Thank you for having me. It is, uh, it is, it can be great to speaking to you and, uh, your people, uh, about all the fun stuff that I get to do on a daily basis. Mm, so. Yeah. And I can tell when I met you that this is fun for you. It's work, of course. But it's definitely fun for you. And maybe we can go back a little bit in your history. You know, how does the younger Jeff decide, first of all, to be a doctor of chiropractic and then now kind of veering off into these other less, you know, uh, common areas of chiropractic practice? Okay. So the, so the young Jeff, the very young Jeff, got curious about holistic healing Back in high school, uh, we were given, we were given, we had to write an essay or do some research. And, and the topic that I chose was holistic medicine. And I'd say that was probably the seed that 
was planted back then, you know, holistic medicine versus non-holistic medicine. And I still have that essay um, that planted that seed. Wow. Uh, and, and then as I was going through my undergraduate, uh, I was working for a, a very successful orthopedic surgeon's office. Uh, and so I saw what, you know, here's what um, our orthopedic surgeons do. They'll do surgery, they'll do medication, and they'll do physical therapy. So that's that's what they did, right? Um, so I worked there while going to my undergraduate, right by Cedar sinai um, by the uh, medical towers. And it was really good. It was a nice, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, went to school, Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, I was able to work there. Uh, and then I think there's something inside me that, that thought that there's, there's more to it than just those three modalities. Uh, and then uh, my cousin, uh, a few years older than me, uh, is a, uh, at that time was a chiropractor doing well in Santa Barbara. Uh, and to be honest, I didn't really want to take the MCATs. I, I didn't want to have <laughs> I don't to blame you. I didn't want to have to regurgitate a bunch of trigonometry and algebra. That, <laughs> that was me with the health in the first place. So, um, so uh, but you know, I always liked the human body. I think. You know, I'm a fixer. You know, uh, before I became a chiropractic doctor, I used to work on cars. Uh, was an automotive technician. I'm a fixer oh, kind right. of guy. Wow. And and I think that the human body is probably the most complex jig a jigsaw puzzle that you can put together. And and the more you understand how it works, then the the better the better the outcome is going to be. Right. So I've been pursuing that for a number of decades now, and that sort of led me to uh, develop a, you know, this original healing technique and the emotional trauma release technique, the ultimate system for releasing life traumas. I think it's a, it's a necessary tool to add to everyone's you know, doctor bag, uh, licensed or not, because everyone's a healer, and they're all looking for new knowledge of what to do, and this is a... Um, a medication-free approach to uh, release some trauma. That's everyone. Everyone has some trauma. If you're going to be living in the world today, uh, trauma is part of going through this life. Mm. And had mm -hmm. And I really believe that aging is really the result of so much trauma that that we've been collecting, and then our body sort of hits hits a peak of, of how much trauma it can sort of collect energetically. Yep. And then it has to reroute certain things. You know, we have a lot, you know, major trauma, like, you know, uh, Christopher Reeves, you know, Superman, he uh, had a horse riding accident, fractured his upper cervical vertebra. You know, he was uh, paraplegic, you know, ever since that. Uh, so that's a major trauma. But we have a lot of minor traumas, you know, looking at your cell phone for hours at a time with your neck bent forward. Mm. You know, As I'm trying to sit up straight. <laughs> sitting up straight, breathing well. I, you know, go, everyone has their, their life traumas. And then there, there's, I say that trauma has, has different flavors. 
You know, mm. there's like blunt force trauma, you know, getting into a car accident, tripping and falling down. There's chemical trauma. We are bombarded by more and more things uh, chemically every day. Uh, emotional trauma. Someone did you wrong. It's not fair. It's not right. It doesn't doesn't fit well with our soul. Mm. Um, radiation, you know, uh, EMFs, 5G, you know, these things all have an effect on our bodies. You know what I've never read, by the way? I've never read a study um, how electric cars can impact our body because now you're surrounding yourself with battery packs. Instead of having oh, yeah. an internal combustion engine, now you have, you know, sitting on just thousands and thousands of pounds of battery packs. And I just heard yesterday that whenever they start to recycle some of these things, some of these electrical components in these electric cars are actually radioactive. It's like that sink in. You're well, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of these uh, policies and encouragements and things are not necessarily about health. Um, oh, no. Sometimes we have to follow where the money goes. I don't know. And I don't know when in the 70s or 80s that, that tipping point from, you know, environmental protection and, and finding big business for polluting to like, ah, just let it go. Cares, you know. Um, I mean, that's part of that whole depopulation agenda that we won't talk about. But <laughs> well, most of my I, folks I, are I, like I no leaning forward. <laughs> What's that? Most of my folks are like leaning forward to see what you think about that. Yeah. Oh, yes. my goodness. Yeah. We'd have to have like a, a private Zoom session. Yeah. And oh, by yeah, the way, right. by the way, Zoom now says that they can take any part of our conversation and mix and match it. Well, yeah, I think I think I didn't read the policy myself, so I really need to do that. Is my understanding is if you use their app, uh, then yes, the, their AI app, then def definitely then that will capture your conversation and reuse it to learn right um, how to do this well. And uh, other people say, well, I don't trust Zoom because they're owned by a certain party, <laughs> not in the country. Um, but I'm like, you know what? There's a there's a, there's an underlying agenda that who knows what the real, true, down, 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 down deep, what the reality is. So everyone's doing the best they can. And but the, even the knowledge, Doctor uh, Benton, about the possibility that, for example, we've been lied to, or the poss when they look on Facebook and their friend, you know, um, got a jibby jabby and ended up with an autoimmune disease or died of you know cancer. Yeah. That's trauma, right? Maybe they yeah, even just the release trauma, right? of truth, even if it's even if it's supposedly for the highest and greatest good, could cause a trauma response in someone who is not yet quote unquote awake to what's going on because they can't believe that their government or whoever you know would do these things. Uh, so that's a trauma response too, right? Sure. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. Governmental trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and speaking of the the the, car, the cars, I had the exact same question about the um, the electronic uh, cars. But even walking in, sorry, sitting in my dad's relatively new Rav Four, and like my car is twenty twelve, and I'm trying to find a car that's old enough that doesn't radiate that much, and his car is more recent, um, mm -hmm. and the just the computer 
It's not yeah. even a hybrid. Just the computer with the display and everything. I wa- I've sat in there and immediately was like hit with a wall because I am very empathic and sensitive, and I literally had to put my shields up, right, to be able to. I actually stuck a little device, um, yeah, kind of underneath just to mitigate some of that effect. But definitely, my patients previously. Uh, we, uh, some people have a Prius, you know, around here is like one of the first most popular cars and she would just get ill, right. you know, um, sitting in that car. So yeah. Um, amazing what kinds of trauma that people go through. They don't even think that is a trauma, big or small. Yeah. You know, you want, if some of your, uh, listeners find that they're having prostate issues, mm-hmm. one of those questions should mm-hmm. be. Are you driving in an electric car? And if the answer is yes, then they should reach out to me immediately because I don't want to say here on on what what on a public radio show (laughs) on a public radio of of which ones you have to look out for. But uh, I heard that people who have um, uh, like more so men, you know, that once again surrounded by battery powered automobiles. could have prostate uh, issues. Okay. Well, and then there's, you know, some studies showing the decrease or nil uh, sperm counts related to uh, right. cell phones and pockets and things like That's that. Right. And then now we've got other causes. We will not say what publicly here, other causes that are causing all sorts of fertility issues or potentially could be causing fertility issues related to uh, the recommendations post pandemic. Um, so lots of different traumas, um, and even there just, are, you know, yeah. Just I have in my office, and I just showed it because I just had a um, a mother bring her two to her teenage daughters, very mm. athletic in sports, in. And then, you know, these daughters are on their phones. And I yeah. showed them, look, you cannot put these cell phones, do not put these cell phones, uh, there's mine, by your breast tissue. Yeah. Because there's, there's a, a couple of, of studies that show, you know, uh, breast cancer, that's rectangular in shape. Because, <laughs> no, and I, so I have that article. Uh, and then oh, if your listeners great. want, I'll try sure. to find it, send it to you. You can send it to them. If we want these devices uh, off your body. In fact, yeah. I'm not sure if I can show you this. On the back of mine, I do have this filter. I sell these out of my office. And that helps to convert some of that EMF radiation and bleed it off as red light. So there's some, some things that you should put on. This is okay. the one that I use on my phone. Yeah, it's different from the ones I've used. So, yeah, all is open to checking other ones out uh, from people we trust. So thank you so much uh, for that. So, you know, so how, how did you kind of go from being a chiropractor to doing the, you know, ER, um, you know, uh, ET, ETRT. Uh, RT? Yes, I thought I'd memorize that, but obviously not. ETRT. There we go. <laughs> ETRT. Um, I'm going to say that chiropractic, and when you add muscle testing consciousness to chiropractic, is is the gateway to energetic healing. Okay. When I was in my second semester at chiropractic college, we had the only time that this doctor did it, he had a Dr. Scott Walker is his name, and he developed the neuroemotional technique, NET. And so he had 
a seminar on campus. I think it was the only time that he actually had his seminar, which is usually hotels and internationally actually hosted it on campus. So I attended with an associate and a bunch of other people. Uh, and he, he sort of talks about and describes how emotions, where they sort of reside, because these are all frequencies. And, and they sort of, uh, I believe that they sort of first get us in a, our, our auric field, but then they'll get deeper, deeper, deeper. And then our acupuncture meridian system, which is like the wireless system of the body, um, will, will, will get affected. And for example, the, uh, like, and then different emotions, I'll say different emotions are different frequencies and they'll reside in different uh, organ meridians. Like lungs are uh, grief, the energy of grief. So if someone has a tremendous grief, might start having a lung-related issue. Um, and then um, liver, liver gallbladder is related to anger and resentment. Uh, so each organ system has a, a resonant frequency. And so he sort of explained that. And then we started doing what's muscle testing to think that uh, you know what that is and have people think about some trauma in their past, and then if it goes weak, there's a procedure to to start releasing that. Now, what my book talks about indirectly is that we're going to break down these traumas into two different kinds of sub-traumas. Mm. So even though I call the book Emotional Trauma Release Technique, the majority of... Uh, our trauma is shock trauma. And then I find that the minority of the trauma then falls into the other category of actually true emotional trauma. And then you deal with shock trauma, releasing it differently. Mm. So that's what's, that's, what's, that's what's different about my book than all the other books that I've seen out there in the world of releasing trauma. They really don't make that distinction between shock trauma and then emotional trauma of how you feel about how the event happened to you. Aha. Uh -huh. You know, for example, you know, let's say you get into a car accident, there's the, the, the energy of the impact. That's the right. shock trauma resonating through your body, causing right. that whiplash and, you know, concussion. And, and, and then there's, and there's emotions of, you know, why me? I, I can't have this now and all the, all, all the other things that come in. But a lot of trauma, uh, if you start looking at it that way, then, then, uh, well, we have the answers in my book, more so for the shock trauma. Uh, and then, and then really just, and then what I also find out is that these traumas, it's like disconnect, so in, in a sense, you know, like your body and your soul, you know, like if, if your body's not safe to be in, your soul will maybe try to jump out and people have these out-of-body experiences. So it depends on how big the, the traumatic event is. And, you know, is, it, is your body safe to be in inside? And then what we want to do is try to make your body safe. So we want to remove as much trauma so your body and your soul can be one. Mm. Oh, yes. You know what? That's actually super, super relevant to many of our sensitive souls, some of whom have uh, remembrances of lives, you know, other lives, if you will. Um, yeah. And sometimes they're from a, let's just say, higher vibrational realm, and they've yeah. volunteered to come to here to help 
support humanity. They come to volunteer. This is some of Dolores Cannon's work she describes. And literally being born as a human is trauma for some of these people. For they, some of these they're people, just right? like, yeah, they're like, wait, I came from love and light and now I don't remember anything from why, you know, they don't even remember that they volunteered. All they know is they they feel alone. They're in this body that doesn't actually work because they don't know how to work a human body, right? It's it's actually very interesting how many people have that as a trauma response. That would be one of the shock responses. Right, right. Uh, and that's, yeah, there's a big forgetting, but also sometimes whenever you're born, it's it's not in a loving way, you know? Uh, yeah, and that makes it worse. <laughs> in, sure. in, I did a seminar in July, and, and a lady uh, came up to me at, at this seminar and she had a palsy. One of her hands were mm. was really contracted, and and the story told to her was that she had polio from birth. And I looked at her, and I go, "No, no, I think you got injured by the doctor at, through the birth canal, and I think he he, he induced a, a, a palsy." And the way I said that because I worked on her once, and she was able to start releasing that tension. Mm. So I worked on her at that event. And she was already able to, to get more use out of it. And, and if she really had a true polio, then my work wouldn't have been dramatic like that. Gotcha. That's interesting. And you mentioned about the shock. I wanted to go back to that just for a moment. Um, the couple other um, uh, areas where I've, I've heard it described, uh, the body code, uh, Dr. Bradley Nelson talks about shock uh, you know, that shock energy. And then uh -huh. also in German New Medicine, uh, Dr. Hammer from Germany um, had described there's different, uh, he calls them conflict shocks. So this is a shock, the psyche interprets it a certain way, there's a ping to the brain, and whatever organs connected to that now has some resolution, and sometimes the cancer or whatever, you know, uh, disease uh, occurs is actually part of the healing process. And so your work doing what it does, helping to uh, release that shock energy would be super helpful in helping people resolve some of these age old things um, that, that have been possibly plaguing them or un left unresolved causing symptoms. Right. In fact, in my book on page 34, I do talk about German new medicine mm. uh, and I do a uh, little hats off to uh, Dr. Hans there. Uh, and, you know, he was so far ahead of his time. Totally. I, I think he was definitely uh, ostracized for that. Uh, let's see, uh, Dr. Uh, yeah, Dr. Hammer. Um, Dr. Hammer, yes. I just heard from one of his uh, students that he he had 18 assassination attempts, um, but he's wow. he's now deceased. Now, I don't think from that, but right. uh, there was something really well, special I mean, about what know, he said. Right. Sure. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just read from uh, page 34 of the book a little bit. So um, in his research, Dr. Hammer discovered that every disease – even a heart attack, stroke, or cancer is controlled from a specific area in the brain and, link, and linked to a very particular identifiable, quote, conflict shock. Um, and then in the case of a serious disease, Dr. Hammer found that without exception, he could trace the development, uh, for example, like a cancer, to a severe emotional shock, especially one for which the person was not totally for which the person was totally unprepared. And then, he, furthermore, he says, he discovered that every shock leaves a dark shadow on the brain, which was confirmed in every case by a brain scan. 
So as you said, that you know, there's a there's a little pin for every yeah. that marks every little trauma in the brain. So and it's amazing we don't teach that in medical school. You know, like it's, it's oh yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're only looking for certain things, and if we're not looking for that pattern, it's never reported on the brain scan. You know, they never. No, I think that. I right. So I, I know that Dr. Hummer's work is is phenomenal. I haven't read much on it, but it's really just fascinating and, and yeah, worth that's looking neat. into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for including that, uh, in your book. Um, so run us through some of the key concepts that you share in ETRT, like the, you know, in terms of what it can do, maybe tell a few stories. You're really good at sharing some stories and then, uh, you know, how people can start, uh, using this for themselves. Cause your book is really an empowerment book, not just a lecture. That's true. Right. It's a self-help book. It's not a, not, not just a lecture book. So, so here's a couple of premise, uh, premises. So one that we're, we're whole and complete. You know, we're, you know, God has created us, uh, beautiful beings that are whole and complete. And, and trauma sort of, sort of separates us from that whole and completeness. So mm-hmm. how do you sort of want to, Recomplete uh, ourselves and each other. Uh, the body has a feedback, a feedback mechanism. Uh, just like ev- um, everyone drives a, you know, a, a car that has a check engine light. So if that check engine light goes on, goes off in your car, the car still runs, but doesn't run as efficiently uh, as if it actually would have had that check engine light off. So you take your car and you take it to your mechanic and they have a scan tool they plug into the port, usually underneath the dashboard. And then it scans, <laughs> it scans, uh, you know, what, what's the, what's the problem here? You know, and it tells you a problem and, you know, whatever sensors off or whatever, whatever's going on in the car, it'll, it'll give you that scan. Now the human body has the same feedback system. Now, uh, in, in acupuncture, you can listen, feel the pulses. If you're in iridology, you'll look at the iris. It'll tell you. It, the, if you listen, the body will tell you. So besides just signs and symptoms, doctor, I can't move this way or I have little you know, blotches on my skin. Where did that come from? And then I use muscle testing as my main tool uh, for feedback to find out what. And the body will tell me tons of answers. Uh, let's see. I just worked on, um, a very, a fr- friend and colleague, uh, Dr. Nick, Nick Delgado. Now I, uh, he actually takes a couple drops of your blood, puts it under a microscope and it'll tell you what's going on in your body by looking at the quality of your blood, mm-hmm. the white blood cells that are there. In fact, um, February, uh, Los, in Los Angeles, they have the conscious life expo. Right. And, uh, him and I are going to be sharing a booth at the Conscious Life Expo. And what we're talking about is, look, this is the OG. You know, uh, I'm, I, I'm trained, uh, with the nervous system. He's trained at looking at your, your blood under a microscope. I think it's a great win-win. And, you know, let's go back to the basics instead of, oh, here, what's the newest hype? What's the newest peptide, which is really just an amino acid, you know, it's mm-hmm. what's the newest peptide, 
what's uh, the newest stem cell. Look, you know, stem cells are fascinating, but what they do is they're trying to get you reset, you know, so, so your cells aren't talking right. Let's see if we can inject you with some progenitor cells and see if it'll hit the reset button. Mm. Yeah, I think it's an expensive way. I think it's a little more inexpensive to use the emotional trauma release technique and then proper nutrition uh, to help reset the body. You see, I mean, I would say, you know, why, why go really expensive? And 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 uh, look, these things are five thousand dollars and up for some of these procedures uh, on uh, stem cells. And I think it's it's sort of new age. It's sort of new age. It's been around for a while now. But still well, there were some, yeah, and there's definitely some problems, right? Like there's this one doctor that's been on a bunch of telesummits. Fine, we find out later she's not even a doctor. She's uh, she oh. pretended to have a PhD, but she never finished it. And there was a documentary that followed that case, and um, but but nobody oh. knew. And so, you know, she's actually training chiropractors how to do the stem cell stuff. Come to find out, the actual you know, the, 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 the ingredients, whatever, there were cases of incredible infection. Um, you know, people lost parts of their lives because of, you know, the complications from that. Um, so it was all about the money, but the, the unsuspecting chiropractors that she had trained, they didn't know. I mean, she just put Dr. So-and-so, right. And, you know, trained them on how to inject blah, blah, blah. And they just trusted that whatever they were given and are buying was actually real. Um, and then, you know, according to one guy, uh, said that a third of stem cell injections don't work. Another third, it works to some degree. And another third that, uh, there's actually a negative response. And that is not great odds. Um, especially if you're like, okay, so it's illegal to like treat the person's stem cells and put it back in them. All you're allowed to do is to concentrate them and inject them back. So there's a limit there. And if you're using, you know, um, non-autologous stem cells like, you know, umbilical cord or whatever, is it possible that you might be injecting somebody else's bad DNA or something, right? Like there's this concerns. Of course, you know, I, I, the only reason I have any knowledge of that at all is because I sell a product that is a phototherapy, non-invasive product that helps your body make your own stem cells uh, and make it younger and healthier by activating GHK copper peptide. We just talked about peptides. So, you know, so it's like top of mind because you're right. Like so many people are like so into this thing now, but it, with your technique and being empowered, you don't have to spend $5,000, right, to reset the body. Right. You know, I mean, I, I had uh, a good friend of mine. He, he collected money to have stem cells injected to his eyes because his vision was failing and it, it didn't it was ineffective. Yeah. Uh, I had, and then, so like, what do I hear that you have some statistics? So how? What is the number? What is the uh, the percentage of successes? Because you said that one third. Yeah, it's about one third. So, yeah, it's about, yeah, it's about one third. Actually, it's uh, the, the inventor of the patch. He was doing a lecture. So I was writing down notes because oh, okay. he had gone to all these, all these different, you know, um, conventions and things like that. And yeah. he was quoting um, another scientist whose name I don't remember at the moment. I said, where'd you get that number, David? And he said, oh, from so-and-so, right? And then he linked it um, so that he heard from him that, you know, a third of the stem cell um, therapies, the injectable ones we're talking about, not, we're not talking about phototherapy, but the invasive oh, right, ones right. that one third doesn't yeah, do anything. 
one third there's a, a harm and one third that actually help. Yeah, so 33%, yeah. so roughly yeah, a third. very low. Right. Uh, I would say that, you know, my therapies are over 90% effective. Nice, I mean, nice. And, 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 uh, and then, you know, for that 10%, I mean, I have, I have someone who's he's got a very hot low back. Uh, he says that whenever he stands up, it's, it's shooting pain. He's limping. But whenever he's sitting, um, he, you know, it's better. Go, well, I, you know, I think you're a surgical candidate. You know, I think you have a disc. Let's get that MRI ordered and let's have a look. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, I probably have a limited, he'd be of limited benefit to me. But I'll, I'll tell you, speaking about that, a lot of times people have low back pain and it's actually more often than not, it's actually a sacroiliac joint injury. And no doctor talks about sacroiliac joint injury. And it's, it's that low to moderate, uh, sometimes acute pain, but it doesn't travel down the legs. So, but it just hangs out there and they don't know what to do. And I'm very successful with, uh, dealing, fixing those, but it mimics, they call it, they call it sciatica and it mimics, but it's not traveling. It doesn't radiate. Mm-hmm. Right. And, the majority, we, and, the, and I'll tell you, and, and I else, and then so if you really can have a disc herniation, chances are you have a disc herniation and a sacroiliac joint uh, issue. So I can at least help you with the sacroiliac joint, and then leave the orthopedic surgeon or the neurologist for the uh, for the disc issue. Well, and then I've heard from other people we've had on the podcast that, for example, the iliacus muscle is not really talked about. Uh, everyone's talking about right. the psoas, right? So is this, so is that. But the iliacus muscle is actually really difficult to um, access unless you know what you're doing. And uh, so one of the podcaster uh, guests that we had, Christine um, uh, Koth, actually made a little device, which is almost like emulates a thumb that goes inside the pelvic bowl to release that. Oh, yeah. Now, of course, uh, you know, we're not talking about some of the deeper, you know, in terms of emotional release, which is really, really important that we're talking about today. But I think it's very curious how there's so many different back pains out there. You know, there's piriformis syndrome and there's herniated discs. And I've heard from other experts that, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, people herniated discs in the first, you know, first place is their, you know, fascia is inflamed and tight. And then the reason for that is because they got leaky gut and you got to fix that because they're taking GMO foods and <laughs> like the list goes on and on. Well, well, how about this? How about you have a sacroiliac injury and then you have the psoas iliacus tighter on one side than the other side. So it causes a, a torque on the pelvis yeah. and then walk around with that over time, puts a yep. torque on the lower lumbar spine. Right. And then that puts a torque on the discs and now, oh, Absolutely. there you go. And then here's your, here's our herniation. So. Right. And the, the general medical, you know, doctors will take the x-ray or the MRI or whatever and just diagnose that okay well here's the structural issue you got to get it fixed but if we don't deal with all the other stuff including the emotional stuff including the trauma right it there's a propensity to repeat the same thing the same imbalances are there they're actually not fixed by just doing surgery well they're not in fact um look a lot of time it's a uh you know, there's a miscommunication. You know, why is the psoas or psoas iliacus not firing correctly on one side versus the other side? <clears throat> and that's where I come in. I, I like to call myself the the body's electrician. You know, you, you bring the electrician, <laughs> like and how come? You know, I have a short circuit. I see. You know, I, the, it stopped working. So they go and they 
They'll put a meter on it. They'll trace the line back and see what's going on. So I'm trying to look on my little notes here. Like, for example, like your hamstring muscles are not just related to, you know, the L4, L5 nerves, but they're also related to the large intestine meridian. So if I do, I do muscle testing, people are laying down and their hamstrings don't get tight, don't get strong. Uh, excuse me, let me back up. Let's say they're weak. Then, then I'll put a support brace around their iliac, uh, sacroiliac joint to see if that strengthens it. Usually that strengthens uh, the majority of the cases. But then if it still doesn't, then I'm going to have them touch their two index fingers together. And so, you know, and so what, as an acupuncturist, tell me what the two ex- index fingers. Large meridians. Yeah. And then, uh, and then miraculously, their muscle test on the hamstring gets stronger. And they go, oh, oh I haven't happened. done that one. Okay. Yeah. So if you, if you ever seen somebody and they have muscle, uh, their hamstrings aren't firing. And then a lot of muscles have that. I believe the psoas muscle, uh, psoas and iliacus muscle are related to the kidney meridian. Oh, kidney? Okay. So if those muscles are weak, the, uh, if that psoas iliacus is, is not firing, why not? If it doesn't, and then I'll check the, uh, the hard wiring, the nervous system, and then if it's still sort of weak, then um, I can have them check. One is uh, touch their forehead, and that's the emotional reflex points. If there's an emotion associated with that muscle, then holding this part will make that muscle go strong. Mm. And then if not, then the, um, the kidney meridian, and you know, kidney one is the bottom of the foot, and then there's so many, so many other places to check on, on, on the, the kidney meridian. It's a very long meridian system. So oh, so do like, you check each point then for and muscle test them? I, I like to first. I'll go to the beginning and end points. Okay. Okay. So I'll I'll check. Um, so if they have a weak psoas muscle, then I'll put I'll, I'll touch uh, kidney one and see if it strengthens. If it strengthens, mm-hmm. well then I'll I'll keep on the uh, on the meridian. If it doesn't, then I'll go to something else. So, um, okay. Yeah. So I was just curious how people potentially could test themselves if they, they could self muscle test, but of course there's not somebody, you know, touching their kidney one. Yeah. We'd have to teach a class, you know, we have to get together a bunch of people and, and put a, a workshop together and people would pair up and we'd show them how to start doing this. You know, certainly you can do some things on your own, but then a lot of things you just got to do with a partner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my healing modality, we, we actually ask how happy is and then fill in the blank. So if we tune into source, uh, you know, inner wisdom and how happy is kidney one, like we'd have to be that specific, mind you, you know, and we could actually say how happy it is and they, they could know. And we've had, you know, people adjust themselves with various different questions like that. Just knowing it being very, very specific. The alternative mm-hmm. I thought Dr. Jeff was, you know, maybe one of these phototherapy patches. If you, if somebody says, okay, I have an iliacus issue, uh, or they know that, you know, that's the, the, the issue, then perhaps they put one of the phototherapy patches on kidney one and then uh-huh. re-muscle test, see if that changes, you know, or kidney 27. That's, that's true. Are we talking about like the X39 patches? Uh, yeah, it could be X39, it could be Eon, I mean, whatever. Yeah. 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 Sure, that, that could potentially work. Yeah, I would have to experiment to, to see. I have homework to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about this chart that's in here. Ah, okay. Yeah, page one eleven, which is a hey, angel hey, number. 
page 111, so I'm not sure if you can hold it up so they can see. And I could also try to send you uh, a PDF of that so people who would want to get a copy of that on their own as a little gift for, for tuning in. Ooh, um, that's um, exciting. We can send them that. You know? nice. And then they should, and they can, of course, get the, get the book uh, on Amazon. That's where okay, it's, uh, yeah, so we get the book on Amazon, and your uh, can you just share the, the website and um, your two websites as well? Oh, okay, so I have uh, yeah, www.etrt.org, emotional trauma release technique.org, and then we also have um, light touch healing center.com. Okay. So um, if they want to learn more about me, I have a lot of YouTube videos. If you go to mm. YouTube and plug in Light Touch Healing Center, you can go to my channel. So subscribe. I always add a couple new things, you know, maybe once a month, once every two months. Okay, uh, great. As I get things done and, and uploaded. We have another uh, website that we have on our sheet here called Houdini of Healing. What's that? Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing. I... Um, you know, in Hollywood, everyone's got to have a presence. So, <laughs> right, um, right, right. So. Yeah, if you if you if you're an MD or DC or whatever, that's that's not sexy enough, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, so. no. You gotta you gotta put a cape on. You know, yeah, yeah. Beanie of healing. Yes. I, yeah, that's good. I used to live I, in LA, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a so it's a Hollywood thing. We gotta self promote in, in an original kind of way. So, oh, yes. so true. So true. So, yeah. So com will get you there to the same place as well. Okay. So can you, would you mind running through kind of on that page 111? What, what's on that assessment? Oh, sure. sure. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. There we go. So, so this is my emotional trauma release technique worksheet. Let's see if they'll see that. And what it asks you to do, there's a, a chart. Now, this chart is a, um, it, it's like a, a stress chart. And zero mm-hmm. is none. And then 10 is agonizing or unbearable distress. Okay. And what I have people write out is write out a painful memory. You know, uh, write a painful memory out. And then I want you to rate that painful memory on a scale from zero to 10. And so that's why I have that chart there. So you can, so you have, you have a basis of how you're writing it out. Um, and then they're going to write that, write that number from zero to 10, put it there. And then they'll go through, uh, some, uh, some of the instructions, which I highlight on page 107 is called performing the emotional trauma release technique process step by step. Mm, So you write that out, Uh, you write out your memory number one, you put a number on it, and then you essentially, you're going to think about that event, you're going to take a breath in, and tilt your head back like this, exhale, come forward, do it a few times with your eyes open, Mm -hmm. and do it a few times with your eyes closed. And then you can repeat that while tapping your heart chakra. So thinking mm. about that event, tap your heart chakra with your eyes open and eyes closed. 
and taking a breath in on the in, uh, taking a breath in as you tilt your head back. The exhale as you come forward. Do that a few times and then clear your mind for a moment. And then think about that painful memory again and see if it's maybe just a little bit lighter. So then you write, you, you just rate yourself on zero to 10 and see if, uh, what the number is there. Oh, Chances okay. are it'll be, it'll be less. Neat. And then, um, uh, somebody was going to ask, I'm sure, uh, Dr. Uh, Benton, how does this differ from your traditional EFT? Now, I believe EFT has you think about events and, and taps meridian points. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Right. So, um, in fact, if you have some of your listeners that have done a lot of EFT and they still have some remnant dis uh, discomfort or an emotion, then you should try this. Mm. So EFT has you stimulate specific meridian points. Uh, and I haven't, I, are you well read on that? Do you know what, what meridian points you, you tap whenever you're thinking about events? Or yeah, they, they have a various different ways of, of doing it. Most people will, the simple way is like, even though I feel angry, I totally and completely lovingly accept, you know, love and accept myself. And so, yeah, it, and, and it, it apparently, uh, Daniel Bonor, for example, worked with kids, inner city kids and, and, um, you know, in these, uh, uh, housing units and they were too embarrassed, you know, to tap their face and all that. So he just had them tap wherever. <laughs> And Forever. it seemed to always work. He called it the WEE technique, W-H-E-E. -E. I don't really actually remember what it uh, stands for. Um, I actually, um, in, in you know, when I do some of the work, I actually had shared with people to tap here because it seems to work for many people. And then oh, tap uh, where? I, I couldn't see uh, Just on the heart? Yeah, yeah on tap the heart, the heart chakra. Yeah. I think I think tapping the heart chakra is, is one of the main um yeah, but you, you've included the breath work, right? So when we're breathing in, are we breathing in through the nose or the mouth, or it doesn't matter? I prefer the nose, but Me I think too. breathing is uh, just getting the breath in. Yeah. Okay. So then you add tapping the heart chakra with the breath. No, I uh, I spoke in front of uh, uh, several medical conferences, and uh, the most recent one was uh, 2019, uh, down in San Diego and I had brought someone up and they were really having a very difficult time getting, uh, like the, their, like one of their best friends. Um, they were in a relationship, very, very close person and, and they passed away and, and they just couldn't get beyond it. And I had them and they're, they're like their heart chakra and, or the crown chakra were, were just offline. And, and, um, I just, it was quick. I mean, it took like a minute or two minutes to do that. And then she walked up to me after uh, my seminar, my presentation finished. She goes, I, I don't know what you did, but I so shifted. I just really shifted. Uh, and the same thing happened when I was at uh, Obscurem, uh, Obscurem.com. And this past July, I had a lady come up and she says, can you help me? I was sexually assaulted. I think age 13 mm. and she was carrying that with her. And now it's, you know, 40 years later, like, let's see. So, um, I had to think about that event. 
put a number on it. But what's really interesting is since we were recording it, I had her look at the camera so we see a before picture video and then an after video. And you can see her get um, more, um, her energy shifted from hesitation to stepping back into her femininity. And she actually admitted, she goes, yes, I noticed that I became more masculine after this event happened as a protective mechanism. Yeah. And you can see her femininity come back out. So you can, mm, that's beautiful. And, and what I love about that is because whenever you film it, you can really see it happening. Yeah, and, that's and really then, cool. And then a few hours later, she goes, I don't know what you did. I'm still, I'm still processing and I feel phenomenal. Oh, nice. That's great. Now, if somebody did know how to muscle test themselves, is there any way to incorporate muscle testing in the ETRT technique by learning some things in the book? Well, they can if they, you know, so I muscle test myself with, I'm pushing one finger on another finger. Yeah. So they can, uh, they can use that. Think about that issue, what's going on with them. How about meridians? What's that? Can they muscle test meridians at all on their own, uh, or or is it better well, to have somebody else? Like, look, I think it's better having a partner. But look, if you don't have a partner, look, whenever I'm driving and someone cuts me off, you know, or I, some road rage, I just do this. I just do the breathing technique in the car. I don't even oh. um, go to the muscle testing. I just okay, just you know, dissolve that charge that just emanated there. Okay, so so Dr. Benton, what if they have like just a pain, but they haven't can't associate that pain, say a painful hip, knee, back, whatever. They can't associate it with the trauma. Uh, so how would they potentially use the ETRT to to pinpoint that trauma or release it? Well, one is just say, you know, so I have a pain in the arm, the shoulder, wherever it is, and let them put a. Um no, once go to the chart, put a number on it, okay. and let them let them just go through that technique uh, and see if it feels better. Now, what also they can do that first if the pain, mm. and then if, and then hopefully what they're going to notice is that the pain, even though it's not completely gone, the intensity has decreased. So, so like we like someone's got an energetic thorn, mm. and they just pulled out that thorn, so it's not completely gone, but but that, that edge is pulled off. And then once we pull that edge off, then some of that healing can occur. Oh, neat, neat. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so, so in your practice right now, like how are you seeing people? Like are there, if, if people are in the LA area, want to see you, like what's that process like? Yeah, they, you know, call the office. We also have a texting line. Uh, but uh, our office number is 323-297. 0566. So um, let them call us, uh, leave a message, uh, or uh, find us on the website, send us an email. You know, whenever you go to the website, you, I think we have a bot that, um, that you know, play, hi, how can I help you? And, and sort of mm. helps you get that scheduled. Okay. So. Okay. And then um, do you see people on Zoom at all, or is it more like one-on-one in person? Well, I've done it on Zoom. I've done it on Zoom. I've done it over the phone. I, I think it's, I like the impact of being face to face. Right, right. At least for the first session. And then if we go traveling, then we have that connection. And then we mm. can do things uh, 
distant, a distant feeling. Yeah. Okay. That's we're great. All, we're all connected that way. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, are there any, you know, final thoughts, last words, words of wisdom that you want to share? You know, uh, keep your head up. I, I, you know, the, the world, the world is an amazing place and the world is, is the world. Um, there, there's a lot of trauma going out there, having more tools in your pocket to help release the trauma quickly, efficiently, um, non-medicinally, I, I think you're better off. Mm. So, you know, keep smiling. And if you can't smile, well, then do some emotional trauma release technique. <laughs> or talk yeah, to that... a friend and do it together. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, so, uh, so the book is on Amazon, everyone. Um, so it's the Emotional Trauma Release Technique, the ultimate system for releasing life traumas, and page 111 is that chart. But, of course, if you're listening to this, uh, uh, Dr. Benton is going to also give us a PDF version of that, which is very kind. Thank you so much. And then check uh, check out the website at etrt.org or lighttouchhealingcenter.com. And remember, Dr. Benton is on YouTube. Check out the Light Touch Healing Center on YouTube uh, and a lot of the information is there as well. Uh, Dr. Ben, it's been a great pleasure interviewing you today. Thank you so much for your wisdom and sharing your light with the world. Thank you for having me. Uh, and, uh, oh, are you going to be uh, back at the Consciousness uh, Expo next January? Well, that's a great question. I was hoping to and then realized that was the same time I'm supposed to be competing at the World Winter Olympic Games. Uh, sorry, the World Winter Masters Games, which is like the Olympics for old people. <laughs> which is once every four years. So have not quite made that decision yet. Uh, uh, but well, uh, are you, you going to be there? Are you, what are you competing? In? I, I think I am. I, I think it was, okay, okay. Uh, it was a great event. It um, was. It I, was I, really I, you know, I sort of showed up last minute. You know, I was working on, on a, a lovely lady uh, there uh, who was, who was suffered for over a decade. It was a boating accident and caused a burst fracture of her lumbar vertebra. And, um, she was in a wheelchair uh, there, and and I came out from one of the breaks. I left some of my books on the table, and she goes, I, I, I think God brought you here because you're the next yeah. step in my healing. So we started working on her uh, right then and there, and she had some dramatic shifts uh, nice. right there at the event. So Yeah, uh, that's, that's great. Well, well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed it last year. Uh, yeah. so that'd be really cool if we, uh, met up again. <laughs> yeah. And, very good. uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, hint, hint folks, uh, Dr. Jeff might be there <laughs> at the event. So you want to meet him in person, maybe come to the consciousness conference. And of course, you know, uh, phone, um, and use the, the little chat function on the website, uh, etrt.org or lighttouchhealingcenter.com where you can find, Dr. Benton, and uh, thanks everyone, all my community, for listening in, tuning in. And please remember to uh, share this if you have found it helpful and supportive for your own journey. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Benton. Until next time, big love to everybody. Thank you. All right. Bye for now. Good. Bye for now.